Hello everyone. My name is Shade Jones and I am your resident certified sex coach. Thank you for joining me on Do You Know the New Kinky You? Your path to discovering your own unique sexuality. Our sexuality is like a fingerprint. No two of us are exactly the same. Sexual possibilities are vast and I invite you to discover what's right for you. On this episode, we are reading from the book, Mirror of Intimacy, Daily Reflections on Emotional and Erotic Intelligence by Alexandra Katakis and Tom Bliss. This is the ASEC 2015 Book of the Year, and ASEC stands for American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. This is a daily reflection, so therefore we are on... February 17th, and we are talking about self-love. So if this is your first time tuning in, please feel free to go back and peruse the previous episodes and stay tuned throughout the year because we shall have an episode every day, God willing. So the way that the authors have it broken down is they provide a quote as well as a passage, both of which I will read to you. Give you a few seconds to ponder and reflect on your thoughts and feelings. See what resonates with you. Then I will give you my thoughts based on, you know, my experiences as a human sexual person, as well as a certified sex coach and soon to be certified sex educator. That way you can take my perspective, the author's perspectives, your perspectives, and delve into discovery about you as a person, how you feel, how do these topics make you feel, and is there any influence based on what your initial thoughts and feelings may have been compared to what resonated with you based off of what I say or what the authors have said. And then I also encourage you to have these conversations outside of, you know, listening to the podcast, introduce it as a conversation topic amongst your, your peer group. It's always interesting to, to get different perspectives. It's what makes the world go round. If we all thought and dreamt alike, things would be very, very boring. So let's cultivate our, our differences and live within those so that we can become better, well-rounded people. All right, so let's go ahead and get started for February 17th with self-love. The ultimate lesson all of us have to learn is unconditional love, which includes not only others, but ourselves as well. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. Our capacity for self-love filters our experience of the world. Self-love includes and integrates all our elements, admirable or not, so self-love lets us view the world's elements, admirable or not, as a unified whole, too. Conversely, though, to lack self-love shatters our perceptions of ourselves and of the world and provokes seemingly irresolvable ethical dilemmas. It's perfectly okay and human to have defects of character. We all experience moments when we clearly realize our dysfunctionality. In the 12-step model, this valuable realization is called powerlessness. 
the proper response to it is to cultivate self-love for these moments. If we can't stand ourselves, our powerlessness to love ourselves must be met with self-love. Paradoxically, we develop self-love by loving ourselves for not being able to love ourselves. If failure dispirits us, the remedy isn't success. It's developing self-love because without it, any success will be short-lived. To comprehend and accept our brokenness and to show self-love anyway engenders more recovery than any affirmation or meditation. Moments of shame, when we can show self-love, grow self-love. That's when we're acting like the light of consciousness that illuminates all it touches, regardless of merit. Self-love is also the means by which we recognize ourselves in any person whom we would judge or blame. We know what it's like to feel unforgiven, unfed, misunderstood. When our rage and blame arise against others, the first thing we practice, even then, is self-love. So we may love others. Self-love sustains itself while it supports us and others. Because the more self-love we practice, the more we love others. And the more we model healthy self-love, the more we are able truly to love ourselves. Okay, folks. Take some time. What did you think about what the authors had to say about self-love? What did you feel? Were there any images that shot into your brain based off of the passage? So first of all, let me say that I'm highly disappointed that the topic of self-love was not about masturbation. I was expecting it and was sorely disappointed. However, I do get self-love as a practice of, you know, being healthy mentally, spiritually, physically, You know, self-love is taking care of yourself in all aspects. I'm not sure if the authors really spoke on it, but it's, you know, being conscious and aware and taking care of yourself in all aspects and areas of your life. And typically when I hear about self-love or think about self-love, it's really negating some of those messages that are in our head or that we can hold on to that are counterproductive to our self-love. So we need to be mindful of those and be conscious and aware of them so that when we have them, we recognize them, you know, we acknowledge that they're there, but we don't give power to them to be able to influence our lives. We acknowledge it and we, you know, move on because we can, everything is a choice. Now, again, we've gone through these topics and I'm sure they 
tend to resurface in one way, shape, or form. But we've talked about choice and we have to be very deliberate. And I know sometimes changing your perceptions and changing your attitude is difficult. It has to come from a place of within. It can't come from me telling you that you need to do this. Of course not. If you don't feel like it's something that needs to happen, I can repeat it until I'm blue in the face. It doesn't matter. The only, and this is one of the things that is so, at least for me, beneficial in acknowledging when these passages, you know, when they, when I connect with them and when I don't connect with them. So it's okay that things don't always gel. You know, we're expected to have these defects, character defects, these things about ourselves. So self-love is something that we have to practice. It has to be something that we're mindful of. We have to get rid of those negative messages that can then attribute to, you know, from the mental state to our physical state. You know, are we getting enough exercise? Are we moving around? Or are we living very sedentary lives? You know, I I sit down a lot. I have to purposefully get up and move around when when you're working, you know, not in a very physically demanding, you know, job. So making sure that you're taking care of your physical health as well as your mental health, your spiritual health, making sure that you're connecting with your higher power and what does that look like for you or connecting with your community and what does that look like for you so taking care of yourself is what we're going to walk away with the message of self-love make sure that you take the time out i don't care how busy you are take the time out to take care of yourself but before we go we will talk about what i thought the authors were going to talk about and that is self-love as a part of your masturbation practice Now, I get that people don't like masturbation. The word, it's a highly charged, highly sexual word. Self-love, you know, is more of a politically correct way to say it. And if I said self-love, it could mean exactly what I've been talking about for the last five minutes. Meaning just I'm going to be mindful and take care of myself. Or it could be exactly what I thought it was going to be and talking about how I'm going to, you know, pleasure myself, you know, so terminology is a thing that we have to also be mindful of and be aware of because there are certain words that I just don't like. And I don't care what context you say them in. I I don't like them. They don't make me comfortable. And I know exactly what they mean. I just don't like them. So we have to be mindful of our our terminology. So With regard to self-love and self-pleasure, that one-on-one time that I am specifically referring to, that is also a part of our our self-love as, you know, the bigger picture. You know, if you are in a relationship, you're not in a relationship, there, it's still okay to take time out for yourself and, you know, enjoy that physical self-connection where you are having some alone times it's perfectly okay it is perfectly normal 
you should do that as often as feels comfortable for you and as often as it's pleasurable for you because it is something that its purpose is to make us happy. <clears throat> and and why wouldn't we want to be happy when given the opportunity? So we're going to go ahead and end there. Today we talked about self-love on February 17th. And my name is Shanae Jones. I am your resident certified sex coach. I want to thank you so much for listening and joining me on Do You Know the New Kinky You? Sexuality is becoming easier to digest, but we still need to take it a bite at a time. These conversations can be uncomfortable, but the more frequently and honestly we talk, the less uncomfortable it will be. Please follow me across social media at D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y at a.com. That is the website. Please follow, like, subscribe, uh, favorite, share, comment, do all of those wonderful things that people on social media are supposed to do. It's very much appreciated. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you tomorrow.